This episode is brought to you by the Slash and Cast Podcast Network. Learn more at slashandcast.net. There are legends around here. He died in my G fucking king of the zombies. Even if only in their own minds. <laughs> Forgotten, but not yet dead. I want to play a game. Some have tried to stop them, but they keep coming back. Don't let the door hit you in the ass on the way out. Coming to entertain you. They are the Crystal Lake Soldiers. Welcome back to the Crystal Lake Soldiers podcast. My name's Isaiah, joined tonight by Mark and Ted. How are you guys doing this weekend? Pretty good. I'm doing really good, man. I'm glad to hear that. We are just coming off the Christmas holiday. Uh, 2020's finally almost over with. I'm, I'm fucking pumped for that. <laughs> Get this shitty ass <laughs> year done with. Um, I, I'm so ready. I, it's, it's been a, it's been a long year, but at the same time, the years seemed to have kind of flew by too. So, um, but I'm so ready. I'm so ready to get the fuck out of this year. I'm I'm ready for a fresh start with 2021. That's for sure. But um, what have you guys been up to this week? Man, it's it's been a really good, surprisingly good holiday for me. Um, finally, if felt like a christmas fucking miracle finally got a new season of letter kenny i know you guys don't care about that show but i love it been waiting mm-hmm. for that new season forever yeah um what show letter kenny it's the I've other it's, it's the other canadian comedy and that's not trailer park boys yep <laughs> what's it it's called little letter kenny yeah mm-hmm. it's about the, it's the name of the name of the town is letter kenny oh, okay. town in canada yeah it's it's just a, a show basically about, you know, witty comebacks and shit talking. It's really funny. I never even heard of it. That's, is it on Netflix? It's on Hulu. Oh. Well, I, you gave me your thing, so I can log in and look at it sometimes. So. Um, we uh, recently got... a. HBO Max and I was shocked, man. I'm still shocked and digging into all the shit that's on there. There's so much on there. <laughs> oh yeah, I finally watched the the, the pandemic special of South Park. <laughs> I, I found it after we talked because I didn't think it was on there, but yep. it's it's its own thing. It's not in the show. It's not in the seasons of the regular show. <laughs> it was so fucking funny. <laughs> it was good. Have you guys, have you guys watched it? Yes. <laughs> I like how I like how uh, COVID started. According to South, <laughs> <laughs> it's so messed up. So Get yourself some pandemic special. <laughs> <laughs> I love when uh, Randy was in bed with his wife and she's got a mustache and she's, she's like, "I don't smoke pot. I don't even know that shit." He's like, "Yeah, okay, Sharon." <laughs> <laughs> um we started watching uh lovecraft country on hbo max and i don't know if you guys dug into it but it is so freaking awesome i haven't yet and i really need to 
It's it's really 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 good. I mean, if I had to, I'd say I'm getting strong like Mafia Three vibes from it, but it's got the like the effects and the gore and horror from Ash versus Evil Dead. It is so good. Okay, it is really nice. good. Um, only one season out. We'll probably finish it pretty soon, but then we're probably going to move on to Race by Wolves or something else. Right. Um. Yeah, just doing the Christmas thing. That was nice. Spend time with the family. It's been pretty good. All right, cool. What about you, Ted? Well, I watched Action USA this week, and that movie was awesome. From Vinegar Syndrome, some of the stuff I bought from their Black Friday sale they did a great job cleaning up the picture and everything. And it's just a really great fun action movie. I mean, I enjoyed it very much. It's directed by John Stewart, who uh, I looked him up and he's uh used to be a stunt man himself. So, I mean, the movie, I mean, the movie starts off just, I mean, it just starts and it's got this crazy car chase scene, which turns into a helicopter car chase scene. <laughs> right. Just, it goes. It just keeps escalating. It's great. Uh, I highly recommend the movie. It's very fun. Um, Christmas was good. Uh, spent time with the family. Um, did a lot of marathoning Christmas Eve. Like I, I watched all the Married with Children Christmas episodes, which was really fun to do. Nice. <laughs> uh, some great stuff. Um. Yeah, and just been playing, uh, you know, just been playing Metal Gear just for fun and uh, watching some Netflix. Looking forward to Cobra Kai dropping January 1st now, not the 8th, which is yes. awesome. Uh, yeah, that's pretty much it. Very cool. Yeah, me, uh, I've been playing quite a bit of Among Us with the, again, with everybody from the network. So that's been fun. Uh, I ended up spending some money on the Steam sale. Um, I, I bought Cthulhu Saves Christmas. That is so fun. Um, <laughs> I ended up picking up The Sims 4 because that was like 5 bucks for the deluxe edition. So I played some of The Sims and bought Friday the 13th on PC because it was $3. And yeah, actually a few people from the network um, ended up buying it on PC because, because of the price. And I, uh, Brian from Santa Carlos uh, bought it for uh, at least one person, but he was offering to buy it for other people that wanted it. And so, um, yeah, so I, I ended up picking that up um, so I can try it out on, on PC. Because uh, I've wanted to, to do that, but I didn't want to pay full price for it again. So, yeah, so I picked that up. It was just 3 bucks. Uh, I haven't really watched a whole lot of anything. I, I've been watching some old wrestling, some like uh, old Clash of the Champions and uh, um, kind of some of the old NWA stuff um, over the last week. I don't know. I just kind of felt nostalgic for, for wrestling this week. So I've been watching some of that. And obviously I watched the Lethal Weapon movies to get ready for tonight. But other than that, I haven't really done a whole lot. Christmas was uh, non-existent for me. Definitely a different year, just kind of with everything going on in my life. So uh, I ended up staying home because uh, having car troubles, I wasn't going to drive 200 miles in my car with bad brakes and bad shocks. So um, so had to make the tough decision to stay home. Uh, 
But uh, I mean, it was okay. I I, I played some games uh, with some people and watched the Lethal Weapon fr- uh, franchise on Christmas Day. So it all kind of worked out in in the end. So, but I mean, yeah. Other than that, not a whole lot going on uh, with me. And uh, like I said, I'm just kind of ready for this year to be done with. Uh, Didn't def- you say you ended up watching Wonder Woman eighty four? Yes, I, I did forget about that, and that should tell you how kind of forgettable yeah. that movie is. I was going to say I watched it last night too, and I forgot until just now. Yeah, what would you, <laughs> you think of it? So here, here's my thought. You know, the the action when there was action was decent. <laughs> when there was action, <laughs> right, right. Um, definitely, the first Wonder Woman is is definitely superior, and that I, I already knew going in that it probably would be. And for it being supposed to be set in the '80s, it didn't feel like it was an '80s type of movie. Mm-mm. It still felt modern. Um, I mean, it is what it is. It it wasn't a bad movie. Uh, I definitely wouldn't have paid to see it. You know, I thought it was boring, man. I thought if they cut it down to ninety minutes, they might have a good movie. Honestly, I I, I think I would probably agree with you there because two and a half two and a half hours, hours for it. Holy Sir, crap! Yeah, are you yeah. kidding me? No, no. no forget that. I'm not watching that piece of crap. That's too long. <laughs> Jeez, two and a half Man. hours for a Wonder Woman movie. There was that. there was a scene where she like she learned to fly, and mm. she was like, "What was that like?" Forty five minutes of her like falling no. off of buildings and trying. It was it was probably realistically a solid like five or six minutes. Oh my goodness! No dialogue or yeah. nothing, just her like doing the. It's the, once she got her powers back head. after she let what's his face go. Yeah, that could have been a thirty second cut. Right, but. right. <laughs> But yeah, so I mean, overall, it's 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 not a bad movie, but it's not a good movie either. It's yeah, it's, it's very too mediocre, far stretched out, man. It's too stretched out. The man. writing isn't that good in it, in my opinion. Um, I'm sure you know people are gonna love it, and and that's fine. That sounds that sounds but, like a movie that can suck my butthole. I'm not watching that. The the action scene in the mall in the beginning was really cool. That was that was that was fun. That was a lot of fun. My my biggest gripe with it is, you know, they have Kristen Wiig as, as the cheetah, and she felt like kind of an afterthought that she was just kind of thrown in the movie, you know? And uh, So she it, wasn't the main antagonist throughout the entire No, movie. she wasn't. No. <laughs> of course, like freaking DC. I can't do anything right. <laughs> and oh, so, gosh. Yeah, I, I watched I watched that WandaVision trailer. Mm-hmm. And it looks like that's that it looks like it's going through like different time periods and each time period actually felt like the time period. So if what you are saying is true, DC can't do anything right. <laughs> Freaking A. I mean the only th- it seems like DC the only thing DC's really ever gotten right is Batman uh for the most part minus the the two Schumacher movies, which I mean, Batman well, Forever is animated stuff's pretty solid. Even yeah. all the standalone stuff, that's where they've been shining for a yep. long time. Their live action stuff is just up and down, up and down. When it goes down, I mean, it goes freaking mm-hmm. down to like dinosaur bones. That's how. Right. <laughs> but yeah, about, uh, I would say about seventy-five to eighty percent of the Batman stuff has always been good. Um, it, Superman's very hit and miss. I mean. I, I I will be honest. I do like the newer Superman movies with uh, Man of Steel and Batman v Superman. I do like those. Yeah, I, I hated Man of Steel, but I liked Batman v Superman mm-hmm. though. 
I've been think, I've actually been thinking before. about checking out Man of Steel, even though I'm not a Superman fan, but I really like Henry Cavill, so I want to check it out. I personally Henry like Cavill. Shit. He's a good Superman. That script sucked. <laughs> I just I just think the whole thing it was boring and it was weird. It, it was like like the whole thing on Krypton when they were like, "Oh well, babies are are made into in pods and stuff." I'm like, when did this happen in the comics? I know not everything <laughs> has to be strictly by the comics. It's not what I'm saying, but I'm just saying it was so weird because I wasn't expecting it. Mm-hmm. And it was just freaking just wow. And then the rest of the movie was just a downer. I mean, Superman's supposed to be like hopeful and you know inspiring and. Movie was just not that. It was just ugh. Batman v Superman, the the extended version that they released, I really enjoyed. Yes, I really like that a lot. Yeah, that that one's good. I you know I I like it. I so I love it. I love that version of that movie. Yep. Justice League has its problems, but it was entertaining for the most part for me. But I'm really looking forward to the Snyder cut because I want to see what he, you know, had everything. You know, whatever he envisioned. That's what I'm interested in now. Right. Yeah, man. Wonder Woman two and a half hours. Forget that. Jeez. <laughs> that sounds like a nightmare. I just I can't see myself doing that. Yeah. If they would have just cut it down and had some better writing, because like that final, um, I know what they were kind of going for with the final dialogue scene. I, I know, Mark, you'll probably know what I'm talking about um, when she's in the room with the dude. Uh, yeah. Lord or whatever his name was. Um, but it just felt that kind of speech just kind of felt forced <laughs> in a lot of ways. And that's just obviously with the writing and it, it, because it kind of felt forced, it felt really cheesy. Um, the one thing I will say about that movie though, is the, the Linda Carter cameo was fucking awesome at the very end. <laughs> Linda Carter's. Yes. Uh, that's probably the only part I'd like. <laughs> Yeah, so the the Linda Carter uh, cameo was fucking awesome at the at the end of the movie. Um, I, I thought that was very very well done. But yeah, the the whole Kristen Wiig character thing, it it really felt like she was just kind of thrown in the movie because they felt, oh, we need somebody that can actually fight Wonder Woman because there was no way she <laughs> she was gonna fight the dude because he was basically just a normal dude just with um kind of uh, granting wishes kind of powers. So I mean, <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> So if you look online, you'll see that a lot of people are comparing this to like Wishmaster. <laughs> so uh, yeah, so there's that. I mean, yeah, it, it really felt you know, like I kind of thought that too a little bit. Mm-hmm. I was thinking that uh, I gotta she... spoil this movie for myself now. I'm I'm looking it up right now. I was <laughs> I was thinking she was gonna go wish that the the wish stone never made it to their their museum or whatever. And then... <laughs> Right. It all undone itself, like in the Wishmaster. That's what I thought was going to happen. Or does Wonder Woman eighty four tie into Wishmaster? <laughs> hey, you never know. <laughs> Wishmaster in the DC universe at this. <laughs> but yeah, I, I don't want to deter people from seeing it. I mean, it. it a lot of people are going to like it. It just really wasn't for me. It was. It definitely was too long, in my opinion, and and the writing wasn't very good. Is is ultimately what it comes down to. There's a couple of good action sequences, but overall, kind of a mediocre movie, in in my opinion. So, um, but uh, there's going to be plenty of people out there that, that are going to like it. It 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 definitely seems to be a movie that's either people love it or hate it. Um, just from what I've seen, you know, the reactions online. So. It is oh, what it Mac is. Oh, Max Lord is the villain. Okay. Yeah. 
Okay, now now y'all are saying the dude, and I'm like, what the big Lebowski? No, <laughs> dude, I don't I don't know DC other than Batman. That's it. Yeah, I, I've never been a fan of DC comics. Same. The closest I've gotten to getting into any of the other ones is the Flash, and I never really got into that one either. Right. I always thought the Flash was kind of cool, but I never read any of the shit. Yeah, Darn, this movie looks like a piece of crap. I'm just reading this the plot. I don't give a crap about. It. <laughs> <laughs> so he uses mm. this accidentally bring back Steve Trevor. I'm like, I don't care. Mm. Yeah, I'm not watching it. I don't give a yeah. crap. It's, Thank it's, you guys for saving me two and a half hours. <laughs> See, this is what this show is good for. Right. <laughs> God. Warning me and everybody else for stuff like, of course, I'm kind of like done with comic book movies. I'm tired. I, I kind of am at that point, too. It's, it's, I've it's been at like that point every, for over a year, man. Yeah. Everywhere you turn around, it's always something there's a comic book movie. I just don't care anymore. Yeah, like I'm still gonna watch Black Widow just because the action looks great. I'll watch anything Spider Man because I love Spider Man. Yeah, but that's a that's really about it. I mean, if they bring if if they ever uh, do another uh, Batman, that's not the new one or whatever. What the fuck was that other guy's the the Twilight guy? No, I was thinking of. the guy before him, I can't think of his Christian name. Christian Bale? No, after him. Oh, ben, Affleck. ben Affleck. Ben Affleck, yeah. <laughs> Anyone that's not the Twilight guy or Ben Affleck, I might check it out. <laughs> but other than that, I'm pretty much done. Just Spider-Man. Like with the Marvel movies, my whole thing again was just, I said, I, got, I know they're leading up to Thanos. I was like, I got to keep it up just so I can see Thanos on the big screen tearing crap up and doing what he did and mm-hmm. i was not disappointed by those two avenger movies Endgame was like a perfect ending essentially too, yeah so i'm just like i can just leave it there but uh, black widow looks like it has great action i yes. was interested in thor but the more and more i hear about it the more crappy it sounds and the same thing with uh was it doctor strange which at first they were like yeah it's gonna be like a horror film and i'm like oh crap i'm down with that but then they came out and they're like well it's not a horror film I'm like you already lost me then because that was like my peak interest. Are you talking about the New Mutants? No, oh, no, no. The, the new, uh, Doctor new Doctor Strange. Strange that, that oh, Doctor Strange. Like the new Mutants was good, man. I liked it. I haven't seen that yet, but I, I want to check it out. But um, Doctor Strange 2, they were like, yeah, we're going to make it more like a horror movie. It's going to be dealing with whatever it is that they said. The multiverse or whatever. Mul- multiverse and all this stuff. But it was supposed to... They, they, I mean, they said it. It was like supposed to be a horror film, kind of. And then they came out and said, well, it's not actually going to be like a horror film. I'm like, you just killed my interest because I mean, I love the first Doctor Strange movie. I'm just, I'm done. I'm tired. It's the Marvel stuff. I'm just done with it all. They've you know? deluded themselves. That's yeah. Why, that's why I feel I like. knew it would happen. That's why I just wanted to make it to think. Yeah, that's what happens when you come out with two or three movies every, every year, year and tie them all together. It's mm-hmm. like, man, I just don't care anymore. Yeah. <laughs> I, I agree. I'm, it's just bullcrap to keep up with. And I just, I don't feel like it. <laughs> I hear you. I hear you 100. percent I am right there with you. I, I am. I am still excited for Black Widow. I've I've always liked Black Widow. So and maybe um, the Suicide Squad because James Gunn is doing that. One. Right. Right. That that one sounds interesting. It looked good. Yeah. Yeah. So don't they have what's his face in it? The uh... oh gosh, no, my brain. What's his face me. really narrows it down. <laughs> yeah, I know. Um, 
<laughs> I like his new King Shark. That's it. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yep. Yep. Yeah. I'm looking forward to that. See how they're going to pull that off. Um, and I like how he's using like non mainstream villains for this, like polka dot man mm-hmm. stuff, like that, which is great. <laughs> so I'm looking forward to stuff like that. Same. I think it'll be good. I think it'll be really good. Uh, well, let's take a look at, at just a little bit of news here before we get into reviewing the Lethal Weapon franchise tonight. Um, so we kind of talked about it a little bit already, but Cobra Kai changed its release date from the 8th of January to January 1st. So New Year's Day, you can fucking binge watch this whole show. Um, I'm I'm looking forward to it. That's all I'm doing on New Year's Day is is watching season three because I want to I wanna just I'm torn. binge it. Because usually I watch movies on New Year's Day, and I'm like, do I want to stop my tradition, or should I just watch Cobra Kai on the second? <laughs> well, Ted, if you watch them all concurrently, all back to back, it's kind of like watching a movie. It is true, but I watch multiple <laughs> movies, so. But it's sure. like multiple movies because they're an hour episodes, <laughs> so you like watch four <laughs> well, movies. Well, they did say season three episodes were going to be the longest, also. Oh, I'm still binge watching that whole yeah. day for it. Oh, I'm looking forward to it, but I'm just like I might wait till Saturday. Don't do it. Just I, do I, it. I want to watch Martial Law One and Two on New Year's. I I'll probably I'll probably spread it out personally. Yeah, I or gotta watch like Cynthia two Rothrock episodes a night or something. I, I won't be able Cynthia to do Rothrock it. Kick, <laughs> I gotta watch Cynthia Rothrock kick the crap out of people on New Year's Day. There you <laughs> go. That's not a bad <laughs> way to spend New Year's good Day for 2021. Right. Good way to kick in the new year. Beautiful blonde woman beating the crap out of people. I love it. Mm-hmm. I like it. I like it a lot. So yeah, that drops uh, January 1st. I'm super pumped for that. We are all super pumped for that. I mean, and the fact that Netflix decided to release it a week early is, is a nice, is a nice gesture and a nice gift, honestly, to kind of kick us off for the new year. So I'm, I'm super pumped for that. So beyond that, uh, so Black Christmas, uh, obviously we've had two remakes for that fucking movie. So um, fan films have been coming along and kind of been kind of the norm here, especially this year with everything going on and obviously things being pushed back with movies. Well, there was a fan film for Black Christmas that's actually a, a, a sequel to the original movie. So it's not like some kind of remake or offshoot. It's it's it's. Uh, uh, an actual sequel to the first movie set 50 years afterwards um, called It's Me, Billy. And so uh, the trailer for this looks fucking amazing. So if if you get a chance, check out the trailer for It's Me, Billy, because it it looks so good. It looks like they got some actually decent actors to be in this too. They actually did a whole Indiegogo, and I think they raised, it was like $45,000 for this. Um, No, like clue on what the actual length of it is supposed to be um they did say it's a short film but they were alluding to something like 40 to 50 minutes so it could be a longer short film kind of like uh never hike alone but uh definitely if you get the chance check out the trailer for this it it, it looks amazing just for uh and it, it was shot beautifully shot at a mansion and everything and it's uh it's following Jess's granddaughter in this movie. So there there's that tie in into the the original movie. So I'm 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 super pumped for it. I've said many times Black Christmas is one of my top uh horror movies, not even just Christmas horror movies, but horror movies in general. So I'm 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 super pumped to see what they do with this and see where they go with it and 
yeah, they're bringing back the phone calls and everything, and it 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 it's creepy. They use kind of the same music that they used in the original movie. Uh, it's it just looks amazing. So definitely check that out if you get the chance. Um, that's actually coming spring of 2021, so it'll be coming up shortly uh, for that to be released. So it'll be interesting to see where this goes. Any thoughts? Can't be any worse than the two remakes we've already got. No. <laughs> I, you have to work. I'm, I'm going to have to watch the trailer and make my own opinion, but it sounds really, really interesting. Mm-hmm. I mean, you have to work hard to to be as bad, to be worse than than those two remakes. So, you know. Yeah. Luckily, I can say I haven't seen either one of the remakes on friends' recommendations not to. <laughs> I haven't, seen, I haven't right. seen the 2019 version, and I'm not going to because I'm. When I hear people, I when I hear people tell me that after seeing the 2019 version that they they think the 2006 version is a masterpiece compared to it, yeah, there's there's you know you're in trouble. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so. Yeah, I'm. Oh. I'm definitely not gonna waste my time with the 2019. Stick with version. the 74 original. That's yes, exactly. So it's me, Billy. Is coming out spring of 2021. Be on the lookout for that. It should be. It should be pretty good. It just based off of how it looks right now and and everything, it it, it looks beautiful. It, the acting seems to be on par uh, with like a normal movie, um, not like a, your typical fan made film. So it, it looks really good. So I'm 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 excited for it. Um, beyond that, that's kind of all I had for, uh, news. Uh, actually there was one other piece. Uh, so, uh, just a little bit of wrestling news. So for those of you that do follow wrestling, uh, John Huber, who was Luke Harper in WWE and Brody Lee in AEW passed away from, uh, some ailment with his lungs and non COVID related. Uh, and it, that's just fucking devastating. Number one, he was only 41. Um, and, but it's been, yeah, it was very, very shocking. Uh, the one cool thing though, is just seeing the outpouring of, of love and support for, for not only him, but his family and everything. I mean, the dude was just a stand up guy and everybody fucking loved him. I mean, you had people from all over. Oh, I'm not, I'm, I'm beyond just his work in the ring. Just everybody talking about how he's just a, was just a great guy and just. Uh, very approachable, very much a family man too, and and so that was a, a really shocking and hard loss, especially for the wrestling community because he was well liked by everybody, and you know for WWE and AEW to kind of acknowledge it and just all, every single wrestler, I mean, out there acknowledging it, it's it's it really speaks volumes to him as a man and just uh, the kind of person he was, and so that's that's a devastating loss and very sudden and very like shocking uh to say the least so yeah so that was that that man <laughs> that, that was like just one last gut punch for 2020 it's like just let let's not let anything else go wrong this year let's just fucking end this year i mean don't I'm, jinx us isaiah just just uh, i'm just fucking over <laughs> i'm just fucking over don't jinx year. us if anything bad happens it's your fault now, it's you not my fault i think we're beyond the point of jinx <laughs> right <laughs> exactly i gotta keep something alive so it's gonna be isaiah's fault. <laughs> <laughs> but it sucks it, it it really does but this year's almost over with we're almost done with this shit I'm 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 ready for a, a new start. 
as I said in the beginning. So with that being said, though, uh, we are talking and finishing out our month-long look at action movie franchises. So we did RoboCop, Rambo, and then last week, Die Hard uh, for Christmas for obvious reasons. And we are finishing off uh, 2020 and December looking at the Lethal Weapon franchise. So we're going to kick it off with Lethal Weapon, which was released on March 6th. 1987, directed by Richard Donner, starred Mel Gibson, Danny Glover, Mitchell Ryan, Gary Busey, and Tom Atkins. Uh, this had a budget of about $15 million uh, estimated, and it grossed a, uh, worldwide about $120 million. So a little bit of trivia regarding the movie to kind of get us started here is uh, Mel Gibson and Bruce Willis were actually both considered for each other's roles in both Lethal Weapon and Die Hard. And so <laughs> Bruce Willis turned down the role of uh, Riggs in Lethal Weapon and Mel Gibson actually turned down the role of John McClane in Die Hard, uh, which, which is interesting. And then um, to go along with that, the prop Beretta that Mel Gibson using, uses in the film is the same prop gun that would be used by Bruce Willis in Die Hard. So <laughs> another connection between the two movies there and then jackie swanson who uh was uh the girl that died at the beginning uh after jumping off the balcony she actually did that stunt herself and uh they what they did was they uh the stunt was done using an airbag covered with a life-size painting of the the kind of the driveway and the cars uh in the foreground (laughs) so it blended into the scene to make it look real and so they did that so that when the editor uh, was editing the film, he could edit it so that they could hold that shot just as she makes contact with the airbag or the car, quote-unquote, um, to make it look – have it have a little bit more realism. So I thought that was kind of interesting that they did that uh, that way. Yeah, that's cool. So – but um, you know, you know, I think uh, with the whole Bruce Willis and Mel Gibson thing, I don't think it would have worked with Bruce Willis as Riggs, but it probably would have worked as Mel Gibson as John McClane. Yeah, I could have seen. I could have see that. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. The franchise probably wouldn't have gotten where it went, but I think it would have worked. Mm-hmm. Um, with the girl jumping out of onto the car. Man, that was such a great scene, but I thought she fell like 300 feet. She would her she, there there'd be blood everywhere. Right. There'd be so much fucking <laughs> gore. <laughs> That's for sure. It was like a penthouse apartment, wasn't it? At the beginning when she Yeah, something like that or it was a hotel yeah. room like a like a suite or something. Yeah, yeah. it was some kind of suite. Yeah, it was, it was like her her dad paid for it or something because that was part of the plot was uh, Murtaugh said, you know, find out who pays the bills. Mm-hmm. And it turned out to be his buddy. Good old Tom Atkins. <laughs> yeah. Michael Hunsacker. Yep. <laughs> I she got another. Making, she she was making porno- pornographic movies. <laughs> <laughs> I love when uh, Murtaugh meets Riggs in this movie. Yes. Because he looks like just a bum off the street, and he's sitting there just fiddling around. He pulls out the gun, and Murtaugh's like, gun, gun. (laughs) He freaks out. (laughs) Meet your new partner. (laughs) I'm too old for this. (laughs) 
Murtaugh just celebrated his 50th birthday. That's always <laughs> classic. At the beginning, when he's in the bathtub, his yep. daughter's like, oh, look, you got gray in your beard or something like that. So he dyes his beard. <laughs> and shaves. <laughs> shaves and everything. I'm like, how close of a family when you celebrate your dad's birthday while he's in the bathtub? <laughs> right? That'd be a little weird, but it is what it is. The Which one comes into play in Lethal Weapon 3. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's like how it ends. Mm-hmm. Can we just talk about, just for a second, about how young Gary Busey looks in this fucking movie? I know. I said the same fucking thing. I was like, holy shit, he is young in this movie. Can we talk about how crazy he is as Mr. Joshua, just letting him put the lighter on his arm and yes. stands there and takes it. I'm just like, oh my goodness, dude, nuts. Mr. Joshua, please. <laughs> God, he was a psychopath in this movie. It was great. He was he was a great villain. Oh, he was. And the only thing that I thought was off about him, but it was towards the end, and it was at the point that he was already like shook to his core from the long fight. It seemed like, you know, for this special forces badass cream of the crop mercenary he sure sprays and prays a lot doesn't like calculate his <laughs> shots very well right but, yeah <laughs> but you know he's going up against uh riggs who was also special forces yeah mm-hmm. and man mel gibson just sells the fucking the crazy batshit out there cop that's also really fucking smart and funny as fuck <laughs> Come on, man. Let's just go. My boss is down there watching us. Let's just <laughs> the jumper. You want to jump? Fine. Let's jump. I love when he, he was trying off me. He's crazy. He tried to kill me. <laughs> uh, he's in the car with uh with Murtaugh, and Murtaugh's like, I'm being punished. God hates me. That's what it is. And Riggs is like, just hate him back. It works for me. <laughs> Which again, that goes back to that. That comes back again in Lethal Weapon Three. Yeah, <laughs> yep. and he's like, he's like, oh, God did that to me. And he's like, No, God won't do that to me. He did that to you. He was like, I know exactly. Right. <laughs> Just, <laughs> yeah, at the end of the movie, that was <laughs> great. <laughs> The chemistry between uh, Danny Glover and Mel Gibson in these movies is just oh, its absolutely perfect. I mean, you believe that that relationship grows into a true friendship. I mean, it's, yeah. it's believable. I mean, all the crap they go through together. <laughs> what I, what I love a, a lot about their dynamic is it's not all just because uh, Riggs is like into the uh, martial arts and he's physically fit and he's a young guy, but he's he's not pulling all the weight. Murtaugh's pulling his own weight. Yeah. And and you see him like at points in the movie because he's always in this loose suit and you think he's like just some flabby old man. But man, he's he's packing some heat himself. He ain't no slouch. Mm-hmm. He he can fucking scrap just as well as Riggs is or Riggs can. Yeah. <clears throat> Agreed. Can we uh can we talk about the little kids they have to interrogate after the oh. house blows up? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Don't tell him your name. <laughs> <laughs> like the damn little rascals <laughs> kids wearing like yeah. 3d glasses or something yeah it's <laughs> so good what was he wearing it was paint paint like a tattoo 
A tattoo like Pi Pi? No, no, not like Pi Pi. Okay. <laughs> Riggs is like calling it APB Big Yellow Bird. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. So the-, the meter wasn't due to be checked for another six months. <laughs> that was pretty good. Oh, that's a special forces tattoo. I like how. I don't know which- Go ahead. I was just going to say, what I really like with this movie is like how it can be super funny and just super like over the top, but then at the same time, it can get super serious with like um, when they would do the shots with Riggs in his um, in his trailer and whatnot, and him like contemplating like offing himself just because of everything that's happened to him with him losing his wife and everything. Yeah, you have that whole scene with him with you know loading the gun and putting it into his head and then in his mouth and then him not being able to pull the trigger. And then, sorry, go ahead. I'll I'll go when you're finished. Sorry. <laughs> I well, I was just gonna say after that, uh, w- w- with like, um, Murtaugh, like really pushing him, like wondering if he's gonna like try to kill himself and you know possibly cost him his life because of his recklessness and just kind of that yeah. whole, that whole dynamic between yeah, the he was two. Pulling that trigger that. too, and Murtaugh stopped him. He's like, you really aren't trying to pull a pension scam. Yeah, you're not really trying to get a crazy pension. Yeah, yeah, you're you're you really are crazy. Mm-hmm. I, I'm gonna I didn't get like, you know, singular as a movie by itself. That whole scene with him like being suicidal and him being crazy. It, there wasn't like a whole lot of explanation as to why and what happened to his wife. And you don't get that till the next movie. That's something that I didn't really care for mm-hmm. personally. I can see oh, that. Oh, you, like, you didn't like that connection. No, I meant in in the first movie. I didn't it's like the way they they played out his suicidal tendencies uh-huh. seemed like it it wasn't relevant to the movie without an explanation. Oh, I see yeah. what you're saying. I get where you're coming from with that. Yeah. It would have been nice to have a little bit more of an explanation, but yeah. I loved the way they did it in the second one mm-hmm. and I thought it was great. Yeah, definitely. Um oh, there was something I was going to Here's something I've always wondered. Whenever they kidnap Murtaugh's daughter, did they? I keep like I don't know if I hear it right or what. Did they kill her little boyfriend that she kept talking about, the the one with the dimples or whatever they called it? You know, I was wondering that too, and I, I, I... because they're like, like, like they call him over the radio or whatever, and he just makes, oh, it's probably just some kid with big dimples. And they're like, how'd you know that? I'm like what? So I'm like, what? Did they kill him and take her? Was she on a date with him? They mm-hmm. killed this teenager. or... I'm like, what the heck? I never can figure that out. Right. Knowing their MO, if he was there, they probably killed him. Just just killed him right there. Yeah. Who knows? I like the I like some of the extra scenes in the director's cut uh DVD. Um I think my favorite is when uh Riggs uh, picks up a prostitute. And um, I mean, he's he he's you know, he's a good cop. He spotted him a, a mile away, but he was asking her, he's like how old are you? And she's like, I'm 18. He's like, oh, that's bull crap. And she's like, I'm 16. And he hands her like, I can't remember how much money was it? Like 200 bucks. And she gets it. She's like, what do you have? What do you have in mind? And he said, we're going to go home and we're going to watch three stooges marathon. You like three stooges? Just <laughs> 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 how, how lonely he is too. It's just sad, but he also probably saved that girl's life anyway, by picking her up and like, we're going to watch three stooges. <laughs> And then you have like the 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 scene at the school too, 
mm-hmm. which kind of shows his early signs of suicidal tendencies. Okay. I mean, I understand why they were cut for pacing. I mean, and, and they're called the director's cut, even though um, Richard Donner always said that theatrical versions were his director's cuts. So I guess they, they just extended cuts, but yeah, you know how marketing is. But they're interesting to see just the extra scenes that are put into it. Okay. Yeah. I, just, I, like I, in, just like in the second one, there's extra scenes with Leo trying to figure out how to he he, uh, he has a system of remembering things, and that's how they go to the big stilt house in part two. Mm-hmm. Uh, that whole scene's been cut, but it's, it's interesting stuff. If you can find the DVD, those DVDs and pick them up, I do recommend them. For the first three, four never had one, but right. the first three did with extra scenes. Okay. Yeah, I don't think I've ever seen the the extended cuts of, of, of those first three, so I, I've well, like only ever watched three, the theatrical. A, in part, yeah, in part three, there's, an, there's a an extra scene the uh the handyman from part two is in it and he's like building a deck for rigs for his trailer mm. in part three okay so i thought that was pretty cool too to have him back you know got cut <laughs> very cool how about the the score on these movies oh fantastic best fucking it. action movie score the, ever the guitar riffs from eric clapton <laughs> With the it's saxophone, so it's so In perfect. The saxophone, it is so freaking good. <laughs> oh, I, 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 I think for sure it's probably my favorite action movie score. It's just yeah, it's so it stays <laughs> it stays consistent throughout the whole franchise, which yep. is great. Oh, that whole scene when uh, during the desert when he goes to pick up a. Uh, you know, the to make the trade off to get his daughter, Rig I mean Murtaugh's daughter, and Riggs is in the desert with that uh sniper rifle or whatever. That was a great scene too. Yeah. yeah. They have Murtaugh with the hand grenade. If she's gonna die, she's gonna die my way, not your <laughs> way. <laughs> my daughter. <laughs> then right after that they go into the torture scenes after they catch all three of them. Oh yeah. Oh that battery in the I like how he's just having chit chat. <laughs> <laughs> they're walking back there. He's like, "Oh, that's interesting." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that the way he jumped up. Uh, and before I finish this, I want to say that Asian dude. Yeah, he's like a henchman in every fucking action movie <laughs> ever. A lot of them. Yeah. <laughs> he's like the half balding, long hair. Yeah, I swear he's in. He's in every '80s action movie ever made. He was in Die Hard. Yeah, he was. He's <laughs> one of Hans's men. Yeah, but but the way uh, Riggs uh, jumped up and wrapped his legs around that dude and just choked yeah. him out—that was fucking awesome. I always thought he like <laughs> broke his neck. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he did. He started to choke him and then he snapped his neck. Yeah, <laughs> so that good. was an awesome thing. Then he gets himself off the hook by just climbing up a little bit and un- undoing himself. That was yep. great. You're like, oh, it's about to go down. Riggs is going to save everyone. <laughs> and he did. <laughs> <laughs> I love it when Joshua goes to Murtaugh's house at the end. He's like, dear bad guys, we left. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> sign the good guys. <laughs> yeah, sign the good guys. Oh, man. Oh, it was uh, dear bad guys. No one's home. Uh, and, like, cops are here or something like that. Sign the good guys. <laughs> After Mitch Ryan's killed, and I mean, that's all he's got left is just these guys have ruined my whole operation. I gotta take them out just just because I'm 
ticked off. Mm-hmm. But yeah, Lethal Weapons are great. It, I mean, it was base. It basically solidified the buddy cop genre, I guess, if you want to call it. That. Yeah, I mean, I agree. It, it really did. And then that that ending fight scene between Riggs and Joshua was <laughs> the whole fist yeah. fight, and everything was great. Then him almost drowning Riggs in the front yard. Murtaz mm-hmm. is like, this is Officer Riggs's arrest. Stand back. <laughs> just so they could beat the shit out of each other. Just so Riggs right, can just, get out of his system. He, he just tells Murtaz, no! That? <laughs> <laughs> no! Oh, that's You're so like, good. Great movie, though. I fucking love this movie. It's It's so good, and it's so funny. Once again, that whole dynamic between Danny Glover and Mel Gibson in these movies is just fantastic. And it, mm-hmm. it obviously continues through all four movies. Um, so with that being said, let's go ahead and just talk uh, about Lethal Weapon 2 now. So this was released July 7th, 1989. Once again, directed by Richard Donner. And just a little side note, this is one of the few franchises where the same director has directed every single movie. You don't it's see same actors and all that. Yes. Yeah. So it's that's very, very rare. Um, so obviously Richard Donner's back for directing. We have Mel Gibson, Danny Glover, Joe Pesci joining the cast, and then uh, Joss Ackland as the big bad in this movie. Um, this one had a budget of $28 million and grossed $227 million uh, worldwide. So the trivia for this movie is during the scene when uh, Riggs is talking about his gold pen and is making what is seems to be like a pot of chili, he can be seen crushing Oreos in the pod. Later in the movie, <laughs> Riggs asks Rika if she likes her chili with or without Oreo cookies. I, I, and I never even noticed that he was actually putting the fucking Oreo cookies in, in the chili when he was making it. So that, that was interesting. Um, despite the film's anti-South African stance, it was passed uncut by the South African censors and actually became a major financial success in the country. So that was interesting to hear about that. And then finally, the last piece of uh, trivia for this movie that uh, I um, uh, kind of dug up was uh, Danny DeVito was actually considered for the the role of Leo Getz. No, which no. would have been <laughs> would have been interesting. Thank goodness Joe Pesci. Yes, Joe I Pesci mean, no, is my no favorite part to of Danny this. Danny DeVito, but man, no, but that's a Joe Pesci character. Though. Yes. Okay. 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 <laughs> whatever. Whatever. <laughs> I fucking love Leo, man. Leo's uh, my favorite I, character in this whole franchise. He, become, he <laughs> becomes he becomes the third stooge to to Riggs and Murtaugh for the rest of the franchise, which yep. is great. <laughs> I even believe if like an original script for Lethal Weapon three didn't even have Leo in there, three like, no, and four, Leo. three and four didn't have Leo in in the original scripts. He was like that's written insane. at the like the last Poor second. Shame. Yeah, that's insane. It, it really is. Have Leo. <laughs> it really is. I love it when his nose is broken and they're just so mean to him. They like pull on it. When they have to get, when they have to protect them, they first get to the hotel room and they're just like, "No, you're sleeping over." In, they're, they're taking like the big master bedroom in the suite. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he's, like, he's like, "I already got my stuff in there." Okay, okay I can move it though. Okay, okay, it's okay. <laughs> okay, okay. <laughs> it's Guys, so it's okay. It's just room service. <laughs> you know, that's a freaking handbag coming for you, you dummy. <laughs> they all fall out of the window into the pool, and then they're like. <laughs> What did you do? 
<laughs> exactly. Why do you, why do you have to be under protection? <laughs> the money laundering and that whole thing. Mm-hmm. Oh man. <laughs> That opening chase scene with this movie was pretty good too, where they're um, going after the two cars and they find the gold in in the trunk and whatnot. Yeah, it just starts the plot off right away. That's what's great. Yep. And that's hilarious too because it's it's Murtaugh's wife's new car. (laughs) It gets completely (laughs) banged up throughout the entire movie. (laughs) Just gets worse and worse as the movie goes along. He's like, let me hear you. I'll drive it. Like Riggs, Riggs is running, and Gertrude pulls up. Riggs, get your slow butt in there. <laughs> Later, when they were driving around, he told Leo to stay in the car, and Leo's like, "You want me to stay in the car? It's cold. I don't have a door. You're the reason, Riggs, you're you're the reason there's no door." <laughs> and then it's it, the recurring gag. The f you in the whatever. The <laughs> f you in the drive through. F you in the hospital. F you on the cell phone rates. <laughs> <laughs> Joe Pesci you know has some of the best. You know why they don't care? Movies. They know people don't check, and you know why? Because they F you at the drive-thru. <laughs> You're half a effing mile away for even realizing it's a shut up. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> I really liked uh uh, Dean, Dean Norris is the main villain in this as the whole plot of the, the diplomatic immunity so they can't touch him and they gotta go around it. Dean that Norris? The, that was his name, wasn't it? No, Joss Ackland. Was yeah, the, Dean Norris was one of the regular detectives. He's one of the he detectives gets, that gets blown up. Oh, yeah, right. I got the name me. swapped in my head. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's an old bald guy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I was thinking the whole movie. I was thinking uh, it's, the it's mighty just... the mighty ducks man is the villain in this movie. Yep. <laughs> oh, I was thinking villain is bogus or uh, excellent, <laughs> yeah. excellent adventure. Anomalous, yeah, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I like that the whole dynamic with you know he's you know immune. You can't touch him. Yep. But you know, like they said, it's been revoked at the end when they killed. Him. That it oh, has its it has its limits. Here's here's a tidbit too. It's in the extended version. Is um, Murtaugh's little head head movement that he does before he kills um, Arjun at the end. Mm-hmm. It, it, it's shown earlier how that's he that's that's his thing. It's not like in the theatrical version. It just kind of pops up, and you're just like, oh, that's different. But there's actually a point to that's how he. Uh, how he does things in, in the extended version. It, it's interesting stuff that's been cut out. Yeah. So that's explained. Okay. Yeah, that would have been nice the to have in there. versions are cool. I, I like the extended version. I wish they were on the Blu-ray. That would be nice. <laughs> I mean, I don't know why. I mean, you know, you can have two versions of the same movie on one disc. I mean, so I don't get it, but yeah. anyway. Is yeah, Derek is. O'Connor is the guy who ends up, he's the one who killed uh, Briggs's wife. Because he thought Riggs was driving the car and ran the car off and it killed her. And Yeah, I so love, I love how they, they explain that. Yeah, and he also is the one who killed um, Rika, his love interest in this movie. Yep. The beautiful Patsy Kinsett. And, and you know, I don't want to sound, you know, like, I don't know. I don't know how to explain it, but the dude was fucking weird looking. 
He really was. <laughs> it's like his face was too big for his head, or his ears were too small, <laughs> or I don't, I couldn't place it. But he was fucking weird looking. I like it after his trailer gets shot up and they're in uh, Riggs's truck. He's like, "What are you doing Friday?" <laughs> 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 Oh, that's good stuff. <laughs> oh, man. I love how he died. The guy that killed Riggs' wife. Yeah. Fucking gets... awesome. He dropped the damn shit and get on yeah, top. Right on top of him. <laughs> so good. I love when, when, they, uh, when they're inside one of those containers with all the money, you know, and, you know, Mur- Riggs is like, take some of it. You know, because Murtaugh's like, when I hold this, I see putting all my kids through college and this, and he's just take it. He's like, can't, it's blood money. And he's like, wow, he's not going to need it where he's going. <laughs> right? <laughs> and so they, they, like, they plow the car through it and the money. And then Joss Acklin, he's just looking. He's just like, my money. <laughs> like, I'd want them dead. It's like no screaming. He's just like calm, cool, collected. He's angry, but he's just like, my money. It's just very matter of fact about it. Just <laughs> kill them. Kill them now. Yeah, this that fight is... was brutal between Riggs and, and Murtaugh. I mean, Riggs and Murtaugh. Riggs and uh, <laughs> uh, Pieter. Yeah. <laughs> it was. Yeah, originally, Riggs was supposed to die. That's what happened in the script. This this script, when um, Shane Black wrote the script for the second movie, it was a lot darker. And Riggs died in the end. And Warner Brothers is like, no, this isn't happening. Like, we want, we want some of that comedy in there. We want Riggs to live. So Shane Black, that's why he didn't do three or four because he was mad. I'm just like, dude, it was the right call. Yeah. Two, yeah. You don't want to end on a downer like no. that with Riggs dying. I mean, come on. No, the the whole dynamic between the two cops, that's your money ticket. That's how the yeah. movies keep coming out. Yep. Yeah. You don't want to kill that. Agreed. Yeah. Yeah, this look, movie- what to, look what happened to the TV show when they, they killed off uh, Riggs at the end of season two and they brought in Sean William Scott to play a different character after season three. It got canceled. Yep. That's <laughs> like poor Damon Wayans. <laughs> uh, I haven't even ever seen the show, so I... I, 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 I haven't know. either. I just read about it because I remember it coming out and I was like, oh, Damon Wayans, that'll be interesting, but... It just kind of like, I just never sat down and watched it, and then I just never heard anything about it. I looked it up, and I'm like, yeah, it was canceled after three seasons. They killed off Riggs in season two because the actor was difficult. I don't know what exactly entailed, but he was warned many times or something about his behavior or something. I don't mm-hmm. know. So they killed. They, so they fired him, killed it. They killed his character off, essentially fired him. And I'm like, well, yeah, that there you go you just killed the dynamic of who's supposed to be though that's the core of of lethal weapon is Riggs and Murtaugh he killed yep. them off ah oh, sad but yeah I mean two two is a great sequel I mean you have the the toilet bomb um which was fantastic that's a classic and scene in this movie freak, freaking Leo walks in and there's Riggs and Murtaugh which becomes another running gag <laughs> walking in on them in weird situations precarious situations and he's just like okay okay (laughs) 
Again, we didn't even talk about the psychologist from the first movie. She's an all four too, and how Riggs likes to torture her essentially. <laughs> yep. That's <laughs> so good. Oh man. Like, you don't want to trust me, you don't want to see what's in that bathroom. She walks in there and just kind of like walks <laughs> walks right back out. <laughs> yes. And of course they they're like, this is a great this is a strong cast iron tub. It can it can it can withstand a heck of a blast. So you pull them off, you get in that tub right now, and and then the toilet blows up, and it lands on Murtaugh's wife's car. <laughs> poor that poor car. <laughs> Murtaugh's cars never get a break in these movies. <laughs> Murtaugh's house never gets a break. In That's break. true. <laughs> the first movie, the car gets run through into it, and in this one, the bathroom gets rigged with the bomb and blows up. <laughs> yeah. God, really? I think three is the only one where nothing really happens in the house or to the house. Because <laughs> part four, you have the big fight scene with the with Jet Li, and they burn the house down. Yep. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. So three is the only one where that house gets a break. <laughs> <laughs> right. Oh man. One thing that they uh, started in 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 two that carried out through the rest of the series is uh, with Riggs. Um, popping his shoulder out of place yeah and then putting it one. back in so that was kind of a running thing uh from here on out you, you scratch my nose and she just waves the dollar in front of him He's like, oh, <laughs> so that was don't good. forget that jeanette goldstein was the female detective of course she was in aliens as um what's her face the the hardcore Latina chick, I guess mm. is the best way from Aliens. Y'all remember? I can't even think of her name right yep. now. But you know, and of course, she was John Connor's foster mom in T two, and yep. So I mean, she's cool. I like seeing her because she's a she's a good actress. Yeah, I, always I like agree. Seeing her on screen, um, but yeah, I mean that that started that gag because like in three, he um after the he's the motorcycle chase scene he falls off the bridge or whatever that was yep. they're constructing the highway whatever and he puts his shoulder back into place and then the the end fight with jet lee you know he get, gets pulled out of its socket and he has to pop it back in again there. Mm-hmm. so it's i like that's why i like like this is one of the rare occasions of an action movie series where things are carried over characters actors the director is all carried over and the, the gags are there for the fans, you know, to, you know, like, oh, I remember when they did that, you know, yep. in, in part two. So they're doing it in part three or so. Um, but yeah, I mean, Lethal Weapon 2, it's a great sequel. It's, I mean, no fatigue there. I mean, it was it was fantastic from beginning to end. It's perfectly yeah. paced. Perfectly it really paced. Was. And, and you have the condom tree on Meritaz's desk. <laughs> what was hilarious. <laughs> That whole scene with like the... she's she's in that commercial yep. and he's like getting all excited. He turns into it's it's a commercial for condoms. We do. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like covering his young daughter's eyes. She's like, "Daddy, we all know about this. What? Yeah, in school they teach us in human development. Human de- what? Do you hear this, Trish? <laughs> <laughs> he, he was in the he was in the hotel room with Leo, and Leo was like, "Hold on, we can't go yet. This I love this commercial." <laughs> You gotta see it. This girl's so hot. <laughs> makes me want to buy rubbers. Say that she makes me want to buy rubbers. <laughs> the guy that's working on the new edition on his house, I liked it. Makes me want to buy rubbers. 
and then and then Murtaugh's just like he's like, I know it's gonna start, it's gonna start, it's gonna be one in my desk at work, and then it's gonna escalate. You know how those guys are, it's not gonna end. I'm not gonna hear the end of this. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's because they they invited everybody to watch it. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, such a good what movie. was what was what was the guy's name that was with her? Um Kind of her boy. I guess you could call her boyfriend. I don't, I don't, I remember. I don't his remember. name. He's only in that one scene. Yeah, but he's like Travis. Yes, sir. Home now. <laughs> he's just kicking. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, you can't eat tuna. What? Yeah, <laughs> Daddy killed Flipper. Yeah, why don't you go eat Miss Piggy instead? <laughs> 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 Uh, I like the stability Riggs has because he's basically found his, you know, second family essentially. Yeah, right there with, with the Murtaugh's, which is great. I, I like that whole dynamic. Into their lives. Yeah, he and, keeps laundry at his house and stuff. Yes, like that. Yeah, he eats with them, <laughs> eats meals with them. <laughs> I like it in part three when, when at the beginning, when he's like, "Oh, hey, Tris kisses her." He sees Raj. Hey, hey, Raj, and kisses her. <laughs> 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 trying to get him off the cigarettes and stuff like that that's so good well why don't we go ahead and move on into uh lethal weapon three unless there's anything else uh, with two you guys want to kind of cover first i don't have anything else all right perfect so lethal weapon three uh released may 15th 1992 again richard donner director cast mel gibson danny glover Joe Pesci, and joining the team is Rene Russo. Um, this one had a budget of $35 million estimated and grossed about $321.7 million. Um, so the trivia for this one is uh, Carrie Fisher was actually an uncredited uh, script doctor on the film, so she kind of helped with the script a, a, a little bit. Uh, Murtaugh's bill is called the Code 7, which is an LAPD code for a lunch break. So I thought that was... Uh, interesting <laughs> and then um finally this is the only movie in which there's no mention of uh rig's late wife in in the whole series so this is the one movie where they don't mention her at, at all which i i didn't notice well, that darn, until... you're right i didn't even pay attention to that but you're mm-hmm. right yeah so they don't mention her once yeah so that was uh really really interesting um this one is great. It, it it obviously starts out with that whole bomb thing in the building with the car <laughs> which is hilarious Oh, that was fucking funny. <laughs> Roger. Roger. Yeah. Grab the cat. <laughs> I'm just gonna I'm just gonna cut the red wire. Wait, Riggs! You said you, just said you were gonna cut the blue wire. Did I say the blue wire? <laughs> <laughs> All right, we'll do it your way. At the time just start speeding up. He's like, Raj, yeah. Grab the cat. <laughs> he goes to open the other door. He's like, don't open that door. <laughs> Murtaugh's just sweating. He's <laughs> just so like. Which again, which again, that's something that leads into the fourth movie, which we'll get into when we get to the fourth movie. But of, of, of yeah. Yeah. He with yeah, it was so <laughs> <laughs> that was great and then when the building blows up and they get out and all of a sudden you see the bomb squad show up of course Riggs is always like the bomb squad's never on time <laughs> <laughs> they get busted down to beat cops of course Roger's about to retire he's got what was it eight days to retirement is what yeah. they kept saying yep. yeah. he's like eight days of retirement <laughs> <laughs> and then again just like in the first movie with the birthday they have the retirement party when he's in the bathtub <laughs> which is great 
I oh, love man. Leo's new job as a real a new job as a real estate agent. <laughs> <to sell> <laughs> he, he asks everybody, "Do you own your own home?" <laughs> everybody so talks. Hey, doctor, you recognize me? Okay, take a look at this. And he smiles. <laughs> Once again, Leo's my favorite part of this whole series. I fucking love Leo. <laughs> he gets shot when uh. What's his face? Uh, uh, Stuart Wilson shoots him at the hockey game. Yep. <laughs> he's, like, he's like, I'm feeling cold. I'm dying. I know. He's like, you're on the ice, Leo. I'm on the ice. That's that's why I'm cold. That's why you're cold. It's 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 like a flesh wound. You're fine. And then they start making him think he's gonna die. He's like, it's a dum dum. A dum dum wound. Yeah. You know, one guy got shot in the finger with a dum dum. Dead two days later. Dead two days later. <laughs> he's like, you might want to keep him overnight. And they give him a proctal exam. <laughs> Rick messes with the chart. <laughs> Man, like, you know where they shave for proctals? Where do they shave? I don't want to say it in front of her. Talking about Ray Russo. He's, he's like, our point to it. <laughs> oh, oh, man, it must be itchy. Yeah, it's real itchy. <laughs> oh. Oh, I love how in this, this movie, the, the villain is an ex-cop who knows all the, you know, tricks and stuff. Yeah. Um, procedures. I mean, that that's pretty cool. He knew how to kill the guy in the interrogation room, knew where the cameras were. Oh, Travis. <laughs> oh, Jack Travis. Renee, Renee Russo, I think, is a fantastic addition. Oh, she she was awesome. She's, <laughs> she a great, was so she's a great, great love interest for Riggs. Yeah, they, they, were, they had such great chemistry. I love when they were going back and forth, showing each other scars. <laughs> yeah. I love how, because, you know, Murtaugh ends up killing that kid who was friends with his son, mm-hmm. even though it's not his fault because they were getting shot at. You know, but I love it when um, Riggs goes to talk to him and then, you know, Riggs, Riggs is like, I do have a problem. What? I think I slept with somebody I shouldn't have. Riggs, more times like, son <laughs> of a bitch. Like he's talking about his daughter. <laughs> just, he's like, what you hit me? He's like, you freaking, <laughs> you slept with my daughter. He's like, what? Yeah, you slept with Rianne. No, I didn't. <laughs> he's like, what? I slept with Lorna. <laughs> or, or no, he said I slept with Sergeant Cole. Sergeant Cole from traffic? No! <laughs> Sergeant Cole's a dude. Internal <laughs> affairs. Lorda. He's like, oh. <laughs> I love the scene with the Rottweiler with the biscuits. That is so funny and so good. <laughs> and I uh, love that in the next movie, you see that he still has it. Yeah, and in this movie, the extended version, um, uh, Riggs's uh, other dog is in it also. Okay. Nice. Yeah. So, I mean, he's in part four also, which you see the yeah. same dog, Sam. But he, they had the extended version has a scene with, um, with that dog in it too. It's just cut out for whatever reason, right? And like I said earlier, the 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 builder, the uh, construction guy from part two, has a small role in it, where he's building a deck for for rigs at his trailer, which is cool to just see him back. For sure. Yeah, this this movie is is great too. I the one nice thing with the Lethal Weapon movies is they're very consistent. Yes, which I which is so good, and it's so well done how consistent that, that they actually are with these movies. I mean, that's where like you know that that could be where there's kind of a down point for like uh, say like the Rambo franchise or, or Die Hard is um, the consistency 
isn't quite there. I mean, as much as I love the Rambo series and, and the Die Hard series, I got to give it up for Lethal Weapon just with the consistency and keeping things very... Yeah, not just with the characters, but just with the action yep. also. The action doesn't get, like, over the top all of a sudden. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, I mean, none of the guys who are driving a car into a helicopter or anything like that. <laughs> right. <laughs> or anything, like, real crazy like that, which I don't have a problem with. It's just, again, it's the consistency. The action's very grounded in reality. Yep. And for me, this is peak Mel Gibson. Martin Riggs is, is my favorite role of his, and I, I like a lot of his movies. That's saying a lot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I would agree. Yeah, I'm a Mel Gibson fan. Yeah. I love his directorial works, too. He He's a great director. Yes, he is. I mean, Braveheart, Apocalypto. Yeah. I've never seen Passion of the Christ, so I can't comment on that. But I've seen bits and pieces of it, like on TV and stuff. Right. But, I mean, he, he's a great filmmaker. Braveheart. Did I already say Braveheart? I guess I did. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I can't remember what I say half the time. So. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, he's just a talented guy overall. Yeah. <clears throat> That's for sure. Um, you have that one scene with the that new cop or the the kid cop, you know. Yeah, and that, that messes sad, with Murtaugh yeah. too, you know, just because like another another baby. another baby. And that was like it was great foreshadowing because he was showing the kid what this round does at the range. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, cop and then he, and he ended up getting shot with it. Miguel Miguel Nunez Jr. has a small role in this too. He's one of the people that are being shown the new the new armor piercing bullets. Huh. I didn't notice that. Actually. Yeah, he's one of the he's the one who said cop killer. They're cop killers. Okay. It, it's the only scene in the movie, but he's in <laughs> Wow. <laughs> That's him. Yeah. That's cool. I'm gonna have to go back and check that scene <laughs> out again because I didn't even notice it. <laughs> yeah. It's it's him. Wow. The more you know. He wasn't there to get shot that day because he was too busy on the toilet from those damn enchiladas. (laughs) (laughs) Darn enchiladas. Hey, baby. baby. (laughs) Hey, baby. The other scene in this movie I I, I like is when um, (laughs) when Riggs gets uh, Rianne fired from the the movie that she's doing (laughs) and then messes with the director to get her rehired back on. He thought she was being like bullies him. Like he's in high school, (laughs) poking him in the (laughs) eyes and shit. (laughs) Wrong. answer. is she still fired? Yes. Wrong answer. (laughs) He's like poking his eyes. I'm like, what the heck? Mm -hmm. He's a boop, boop. (laughs) Is she hired? Yes. Yes. She's, she's, she's rehired. Just, Rihanna, we like you to come. Back. <laughs> we like you to come back. <laughs> Everybody's clapping <laughs> for that. <laughs> so good. I love that scene. That that was great when he thought you know the guy was really you know taking this woman hostage, and she's like, "Did you believe it? Did you really think I was in trouble?" <laughs> <laughs> what about his parking tickets? <laughs> I don't, I don't put them in the glove compartment anymore. Oh, you don't? That's good. No, it's filled up. I just throw it in the back now. That's <laughs> so good. Oh, man. You want to get busted? <laughs> that whole yeah, end I mean, fight scene, too, was really good, too. Yeah. At the development. Yeah. And, and everything. And the whole thing's burning down. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, Travis, your, your little 
little home fam- family neighborhood edition that's built on blood. <laughs> I like the way he uh, started siphoning the gas and trailing all the gas through all the houses so he could destroy everything. Because fuck yeah. this guy. Yep. Yeah. I loved it. And it wasn't it wasn't necessary. It was just to fuck this guy. I'm gonna tear down everything he's built. Yeah. Yeah. I like it when um he's in that tractor trying to run rigs over and then he shoots him with the armor piercing bullets. They go through the tractor and hit Travis and <laughs> Travis is like, go to hell, Riggs. And Riggs looks at us at you first. <laughs> <laughs> Push the lever and lets it keep going to destroy the thing where everything burns down. Lorna's the smart one out of everybody. Wears two bulletproof vests for when yeah. she gets shot by the cop killer. I, I, I love that because they, they made you think that she died because, you know, every woman that's been with Riggs has died. So. Mm-hmm. Died, but she yeah. Yeah, and and it was great. It's so because they were so good together. I mean, yeah, whatever you say about the German chick in, in the second movie, she was fine. But it's they didn't have this. Oh, is perfect for Riggs. That's the whole yeah, yep. exactly. The chemistry is just yeah. out is off the charts with those two. I love it when he's when she's in the she's at the end. She's in the ambulance, you know, and they're about to take her. He's like, you know, you don't do something stupid like that. You grow old with someone and stuff like. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's finally, it's like full circle almost, essentially, for that whole situation for Riggs. You know, yeah. I love when they were in. I think it was like an auto shop or something, and they were. He had uh, Murtaugh with them and her, and he he just said, "Hold on, watch this, watch this. This is amazing." <laughs> and then she just goes up. <laughs> Like he was sitting back watching a show, showing his buddy how amazing this new chick is. <laughs> he just kicked the shit out of all these. Doing guys. okay, honey. <laughs> <laughs> There's when when they're when they're going after the guys to track down the guns that um, the kid that uh, Murtaugh killed that was using it. There's again the extended version. There's more scenes of them interrogating the um, the the one black guy who. Um, thought you know the when he was he was with travis when travis was burying that guy in the cement and he's just like man you're sick there's an extra scene of them interrogating him how they interrogated him they put his head underneath the freaking car and were running the car making it like you know it was gonna like crush him to tell him you know the information they wanted i mean it's, it's a great extra scene so i love the extended oh. versions there's just extra stuff there that's really cool yeah yeah, I got to check out those extended editions of yes, these movies. Yeah. yeah, he was he was great as a villain too. I mean, all yeah. the this all whole, this part of the consistency of this franchise. I mean, the villains are so fucking good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Mr. Jack Travis, Mr. Jack Travis, just stay in your seat. LAPD, <laughs> we know where you are. <laughs> we have oh, cops they told him surrounded and there's cops everywhere and he just happened to see the security or the cops or whatever and he says and they were completely cops. unrelated so he he just turned around yeah. and all the way <laughs> i love leo when they come face to face leo's like oh oh rigs rigs <laughs> <laughs> yelling like he's gonna hear him <laughs> yes <laughs> oh, hey guys guys do, do I get a gun this time? No. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's so good. Then it, and the whole movie ends with you know the the bathtub scene and uh, Murtaugh telling his family, "I don't think I can retire." <laughs> yeah, and then <laughs> Leo, Leo comes in. It's like Leo's I, I like, hey, where's Riggs? <laughs> <laughs> 
And he's like, well, I tell you what, you owe me for four shot out tires when they shot his tires out. When he's like, fine, fine, if I don't come with you, I'll, y'all won't let me ride with you. I'll just follow you in my car. And they shoot his tires out. Yep. <laughs> he's like, you got termites, baby. <laughs> <laughs> what termites? What? <laughs> oh, oh Leo's great in this movie. He is. He's great in all three. His new hairdo is like bleach blonde with the earring. <laughs> the earring. Yeah. He's like, don't let the earring fool you. <laughs> don't let the earring fool you, baby. <laughs> There's a guy I know at a party. Somebody brought a monkey over because the monkey knocked over the punch bowl. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody said they needed hockey tickets. <laughs> Oh, yeah. <laughs> I don't yeah, think the, the, he's a freaking winner. Yeah. <laughs> I don't I don't think this franchise would have been the same without Joe Pesci in it. No, <laughs> it no. just it might not have even lasted as long, to be honest with you. Yeah. Man. He he added that that spark to it. He's mm-hmm. the comedic relief, yeah. Yeah, he's the comedic relief. They're the freaking straight men. Yep. And he's he's the comic. And it's it's a totally different character than what Joe Pesci normally does. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's kind of that lovable buffoon in this movie. It, it just works so well. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I worked with a guy that talked just like that. And it was always, I mean, I want to, every time I talked to him, I wanted to go watch <laughs> one of the Lethal Weapon <laughs> movies. He's like, every every sentence he ended was, was okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh man any final thoughts regarding uh three here it's awesome yeah it is awesome i fucking love this movie <laughs> all right well let's go ahead and end it off with lethal weapon four this was released july 10th 1998 once again and finally directed by richard donner you had mel gibson danny glover joe pesci renee russo jet lee and chris rock this had a budget of $140 million, which is estimated, and it only made uh, $285 million uh, worldwide. So um, definitely biggest budget out of all three, but it it, it obviously went down in, in revenue um, worldwide uh, for, for the final installment. Um, so trivia-wise, uh, this was not only Jet Li's first American-produced movie, it was also the first time he had ever played a villain. Uh, filming started in January, seven months before the release date. The shoot ended exactly 33 days before the release date. So the editor, um, in order to meet all the deadlines, had to use a uh, digital editor, um, which is now co- commonplace, um, to edit the movie to get it done in time. And then finally, uh, this is the only Lethal Weapon movie that was only number one at the box office its opening weekend. All of the other three movies uh, were number one three weeks in a row. It's also the longest out of all four of them. It is. Yes. Yes. Only not not by a whole lot. but Not yeah. by a whole lot, but it's still the longest. Yeah. <clears throat> They're all right around two hours. Mm-hmm. Okay, so... so just like with uh, Riggs messing with Murtaugh in part three about don't open that door in this one, you have the guy with the flamethrower and he's like, okay, I got this idea. Strip down your walker <laughs> and then run out there and cluck like a chicken. What? Just do it. <laughs> he does it and Riggs gets to shoot off the valve, which shoots the guy into a truck or whatever and blows up. Which like, you really thought that would work, didn't you? No, I just wanted to see if he'd do it. <laughs> he's like, nice boxes, brother. Yeah, go 
Riggs. <laughs> that was great. Of course, they have the the running gag throughout that movie is they have the newspaper clipping. <laughs> they keep posting it, even at that one point because it's Riggs doing it. And at one point, Riggs is like, "Okay, enough of this. He is your captain now, and you <laughs> show him respect." As soon as Murtaugh turns, he puts it back up. <laughs> Everybody's in on the joke. It's great. And the psychiatrist, oh, Doc, uh, Stephanie, she's just, she's had enough of Riggs at this point. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> when he really wants, this is the point when he really has something like important to talk to her about, about marrying Lorna. She's just like, well, what is it, Riggs? Oh, marriage? Oh, what? You, you're going to tell me that you want to marry Murtaugh or yourself? I have had <laughs> enough of your crap, Riggs. I am a college educated person. <laughs> and he's like shocked. The look on his face is like, oh crap, I pushed her too far. <laughs> and then he pushes again. <laughs> yes. He's like, Stephanie, I'm sorry. I, I can't get in a relationship with you. <laughs> and then she's like, I hate you. And she looks at everybody else. What is wrong with you people? <laughs> her only scene in the movie, but it's fantastic. <laughs> it really is. <laughs> Oh, one I thing mean, with this movie is uh, Mel Gibson finally cut his hair because <laughs> in yeah, the previous movie the, the captain was like cut your hair he's like never <laughs> <laughs> he's, like, yeah, he's like you know I won't or something like <laughs> yeah that. something like that hey Mark hey Riggs you see the sign yeah but I don't get an F <laughs> no fucking sign yeah. I like it you find out Lorna's pregnant and so they're going to start their family <laughs> Murtaugh's daughter is pregnant by Chris Rock, which he doesn't know until later. Chris Rock. Rock is gay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, of course, Leo's back. This time, Leo is a private detective. Yeah, <laughs> private eye with a gun now. With a gun now. <laughs> He's like, "Hey, they're they're with Chris Rock. Chris Rock's in the back of the police car. He's like, hey, who's the perp? Oh, so you see a black man in a police car? All of a sudden, he's a perp." <laughs> he's like, Man, don't don't get out touchy with me, okay? Okay, German Jews didn't have it so well either, you know. <laughs> I love the the bit where they become captains in the office. Yeah, <laughs> captain. Captain. insurance captain. wasn't going to cover the precinct anymore because of all the crap that happened. <laughs> mm. So he's like, we're promoting you to keep you off the streets. <laughs> It's like this is the most painful thing I've done in my entire career. Just get out of here. <laughs> oh, Steve Kahan is Captain Murphy. <laughs> so good. <laughs> Jet Li, um, he was so fast that they had to tell him to slow down because his movements couldn't be caught on camera. That's how fast he was back. Yeah, with the then. with the uh, shutter speed, it it, it yeah. wasn't clicking. It was not coming out right. Yeah, they said you have to slow down, man, because we can't catch any of this on camera. Because he's because dude's fast, and I mean he's so he really is. <laughs> he's he's a great martial artist. He yeah, he's really good. I love, the, Riggs, I love Riggs the made his match in this movie. That's what's great too. The whole um, aging thing. Riggs is having to face that now. He's getting older, and you know Murtaugh. Well, Murtaugh's, we know Murtaugh's old at this point. <laughs> He's too old for this. <laughs> yeah. Well, I love that they went with Jet Li because they were considering Jackie Chan for yeah. the role. Jet Li's a better 
was a better choice. Definitely. I mean, I love Jackie Chan, but uh, Jackie Chan didn't want didn't didn't he turn it down because he didn't want to play villain? Yes, he don't. He never plays villains. And yeah, that's fine. <clears throat> but um, yeah, it would have been a completely different performance. Absolutely. Oh, for sure. I love the uh, the the bit on the boat. They catch uh, Leo catches the shark, <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, "Aft, aft, what?" They can't even understand the boat. Like, like, in the cabin, yeah, in the cabin on the boat. Why did you just say that? <laughs> why did you just say that, Roger? <laughs> All of a sudden, when you're on a boat, everything's be effing nautical. That vast, you does shut up, Leo. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Okay. And when the boat when the boat gets sunk and that shark gets loose, it's like the shark. Mm. <laughs> the water away. That poor boat. <laughs> I will say I was legitimately sad when uh, Jet Li killed Mister Hong. Yeah, because mm-hmm. he was a good man. He yeah, good, he just just wanted to take care of his family, trying to get to the states. And yeah, darn. Yeah, I didn't give two shits about the old man, but no. <laughs> no. <laughs> It's it's Chinese, you prick. Well, <laughs> <laughs> the scene where they are in the dentist's office with the laughing gas—that <laughs> was a great scene. <laughs> I'm sleeping with my wife's two sisters. <laughs> <laughs> Uncle Benny. <laughs> <laughs> I told you to sh- trim your eyebrows, Uncle Benny. <laughs> <laughs> I love it when they find when they find the dead bodies, and Mary's just like, oh. You prick. <laughs> because it covers his face. <laughs> One last dig at Uncle Benny. Yeah. And Roger, you know, he's like, found my go watch. Mm. Just, like like Mark said, just sad. Yeah, very sad. I like it when him and Martel were bonding and just uh, you know, drinking what was it, scotch or something, whatever it's it was. Something, yeah. Yeah. Just watching TV. He's just like, oh, sorry. He's like, no, no, you're fine. Watch TV. Yeah. <laughs> Jeez, after what you've been through, you freaking deserve it. Right. <laughs> Jeez. <clears throat> but yeah. I love how after the scene where uh, Jet Li and his thugs get in the fight in the house and then burn it down. And yeah. I love how uh, Ping comes to save the day with the little scissors. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> they basically... <laughs> For for the majority of that movie, Riggs and Lorna basically adopted him because he was yeah. staying with them. <laughs> yeah. Oh, dude, what are we talk about the when they try to push him in front of that train? How awesome was that? That was a great scene too. Mm-hmm. And they came up behind him and were pushing Riggs's truck onto the track, and so Riggs finally, you know, he puts it in drive and it pulls them instead, the uh, the villains, and they get hit by the train. Yeah. And then they get hit by the second train. <laughs> Yes, and that one guy's still alive, but he's so busted up, and then the other train comes and finishes him <laughs> off. <laughs> I love that scene. And then Riggs turns into to crazy Riggs. He's like he's like Murtaugh, or he's like, Roger, we're gonna go kill him. We're, we're just we're just gonna kill the bad guys. Let's do it, man. Let's just do it. <laughs> kill all the bad guys. <laughs> he's like, Yeah, I mean he tried to kill your wife, your unborn baby, yep. being yourself. <laughs> I mean, geez, they try to take you all out in one little one swoop there, man. It's... The new, the other new detectives I like too. The ones that accompanied, that went with them to the, where the final battle took place. Those guys were yeah. pretty cool too. The the guy the with the beard guy. Yeah, yeah. The the beard guy and then the other Asian guy. 
I can't remember their names. <laughs> yeah, I'm terrible with names when it comes to this. The four well, the, the the one Asian guy was, you know, he was integral to the story because they were they were stuck on what uh, Uncle the Benny father's was yeah. And yeah, and he knew about the culture, so he was there to help. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because they told him, instead of telling him forefathers, they told him ancestors. He's like, no, 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 you didn't say forefathers, y'all said ancestors. Now, he said forefathers, like, man, that's a triad, you know, in China and all this stuff. And it's like, holy crap. And there's all the counterfeit money they're trying to buy so Jet Li can get his brother back. And yep. his brother gets shot. <laughs> yeah, because he dodged the bullet and it hit him instead. Yeah. I love it. Like, like they're standing there, they're facing each other down. And he's just like, he's like, it's not worth it, Riggs. He says, I'm going to be a grandfather. You're going to be a father. And he's like, yeah, you're probably right. But, you know, this guy, man, he just he took my gun apart. And how did he do that? And they're just looking and Jet Li's just staring at him with that anger and hatred. He's like, Roger finally just realized, well, let's go ask him. (laughs) (laughs) That was an awesome climactic fight, too. Yes, it was. Because, and then Riggs does the uh, popping his shoulder back in and mid fight and keeps fighting. Yeah. How about the end when they're in underneath the water? Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. And then he finds that gun and is able to shoot Jet Li at the end under the water and kills him. But then the the big uh, the concrete falls on top of him and pins him underwater. Roger comes to after being knocked down in the fight. He's like, "Riggs, what are you doing, Riggs?" And then he just looks at the water and like he knows. And he's like, "He's like, I hear you, Riggs. I hear you. I'm covered. I'm covered." <laughs> and then they do the one, two, three gag underneath the yep. water, <laughs> and it finally works for once. Yeah, the, when they actually go on three, <laughs> who goes on two? <laughs> <laughs> And then the just the ending of the movie when uh, the babies are being born. First, Riggs is at the uh, at the grave of his uh, late wife, and then Leo shows up, man, and tells that oh. story about Froggy. That is just a fantastic scene. And it really just, is. His heart breaks for him. He's like, "Man, my father was no no picnic, but Froggy, Froggy was my best friend. He jumped out of my basket and I ran over him with my tire." And then, like, I like Riggs. He looks up and he's just like. You sent a strange angel, honey, but I get the message. <laughs> I love when they were at the hospital taking the picture and the captain comes to take their badges and Leo takes the captain badge and wears it. That's so good. I like it when they're, they get that rabbi to marry them. He's like, you know, it won't be official. She just wants to hear the words, rabbi. And so Leo grabs that, that poor old man's like urine sample. And that guy's like, it took me all day to fill that thing. Get back here, you little son of a <laughs> So good. That was great. And he's like, well, we're going to fight it. Leo, this is no jinx. She's just cussing at him. He's like, okay, okay, okay. <laughs> <laughs> go, Leo, just go. <laughs> God, <clears throat> poor Leo. He's going to buy And then when he's going to buy that disposable camera, he's like, you know what they do with you? They, Leo, don't even. St- <laughs> <laughs> oh, the whole uh, it's, you know, it's just, there, there's never going to be a lethal weapon five. So this was a perfect end to the franchise. Yeah, it, it was. I mean, like in the early to mid two thousands, it was talked about. They were going to do a five or they were talking about it. And it was going to be the original plot was for uh Murtaugh's retired. Riggs is about to retire. 
But uh, whatever case comes up, he gets Murtaugh to come back out of retirement to help him with this one last case, whatever it was going to be. I was like, man, that would have been cool to see. But, yeah. you know, we're never we're never going to get that now. But that four is a great way to end it. So it's a great four movie franchise, I think. I mean, they end it so perfectly, too, with them taking the whole picture of the whole group together and them basically just saying mm-hmm. we're family. Yeah, and and then and then the end credits is just the pictures of like cast and crew throughout all the movies, yep. which is a nice it's a nice coda, you know, it's good. Mm-hmm. Definitely, I don't think you could have ended the the series any better than that. I there because I know even in like the last five years they were talking about making five again, and there's just no reason to. There's there's no reason yeah. to it, it. It ended so perfectly. There's no reason to make another movie. No, when they could take all that effort and energy and just make something new. Exactly. Yeah. Or make a new buddy cop action drama comedy. I don't know what to classify this movie as because it's everything. <laughs> right. <laughs> but go make something else. I mean, the formula is very, very, very simple. Yep. It really I mean, is. Again, it goes back to the consistency, too. Same director for all four movies. Same actors for playing all the same roles. I mean, the only thing new is really just the villains because, you know, the villains die at the end of each one. So you got to have a new villain. Yep. But um, <clears throat> yeah, I mean, Rene Russo, three and four. I mean, Joe Pesci, two, three and four. Riggs Murtaugh, all of Murtaugh's family, Captain Murphy. Mm-hmm. They're in all four of them. I mean, it's so, like I said, it's so consistent. I mean, you can't do that now because like, you know, some of them are dead. I mean, like Stephanie, the psychiatrist, Stephanie, she passed away a few years ago and yeah, I mean, it, it is what it is. I mean, Danny Glover is He's old as crap <laughs> old now, so he can't do this anymore. I mean, Mel Gibson, you know, he's not a spring chicken. I mean, he's pushing at least 70 by this point. Right. I mean, he's got to be getting close. I mean, I'm not saying it's not impossible because oh, he's in his mid he's in his mid sixties. He's 64. I just checked now. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, I mean, you know, it's not like you know these guys are Arnold or Sylvester Stallone where they've stayed fit their entire lives. You know, mm-hmm. I mean, <clears throat> Mel Gibson. You know, he was he's fit, but he was never like bulky, bulky or anything like that. You know, he was right. just like a normal fit guy. Or you know, Arnold Schwarzenegger were. You know, they're still buffed up, man, in their 70s and stuff. So, I mean, you know. Yeah. There's just no reason to make another one. and There isn't. It's, yeah, it, it, it ended it's perfectly. Four ended it perfectly, yeah. And that's that's what I have to say about that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. At this point, is four movies in the franchise. You don't have a stinker out of any of them. They're all hits. Yeah. So yeah. Just, just leave it at that. You know, don't yeah. don't don't bring in the possibility of making a you bad can't, movie. You can't do it. Like, you know, if we just can't, you can't do it because it's just, it's, it's done. It's been more than 20 years. Yep. It, age is a factor. Like we just, like I just said, I mean, Richard Donner's still alive, but he's in his nineties. Does he have the strength to even do a lethal weapon five at this point? Or I right. mean, maybe he does. I don't know. But I mean, I mean, uh, what Clint Eastwood's still making movies and he's in his 90s, but I mean, I just don't think you can top it. I mean, no, it's just one of those things. It was, it was a 10 or 11 year period, you know, 87 to 98. It was perfect for everybody, it was a perfect time for all that. And you know, it's time for something new. So if you can, you know, until they make the uh, the all female reboot. 
which, which will fail miserably because that that's what I was about to say. Keep your politics out of it and just make a fun action movie. That's all I gotta say. Don't you know nothing? You don't have to be political in any of this crap, right? Gender politics, this and that. Just make a good movie. Just make a fun action movie for everybody to enjoy, and you know, leave it at that. Yeah, I agree. All right, so we've talked about all four movies here. How would you guys rate these movies? Oh, gosh. It's tough, man. I love all of them. <laughs> I love all four. It's hard. It's, I, not like, it's not like Rambo Rambo or Die Hard where... It feels like one long movie. movie, yeah. Yeah, this feels like the same. I mean, it, I don't know. Yeah, I, I just have, it, I just have I to pick it. out, like, individually, like, on a microscopic level, what I like. So out of the four, I can't differentiate between two and three. So those two are tied for first place for me. Okay. And then it's one and four, but I, they're all really, really, really close. Really close. Uh, For me, I, I, all week I was thinking about this and I still don't, flipping out because i love them all equally to be honest with you mm-hmm. four I actually got to see in the theaters i remember going with my dad my sister and uh my brother-in-law before before him and my sister got married we all went to the theater and watched it together and so it was the only one i was able to see in the theater um so i guess i'll put four at the top for that i guess see i don't know <laughs> <laughs> Four, like three and two are the same, and then I guess one. I mean, this is the hardest list I think I've ever had to do. (laughs) I'm just winging it at this point because I love them all. So okay, just four, three, and two the same, and then one. I guess. Yeah. So for for me, um, I do like uh, I I love them all. It, It really was one of the hardest lists, especially for this month. Um. Two and three are going to be pretty close. Uh, I would probably say two is my favorite out of the franchise, followed very, very closely by three. Obviously, it, it's mostly because Joe Pesci. I Like I said, he's my favorite character in this whole series. Um, so I'd probably go two, three, and then one, and then four. But they're all so close. It could change from you know time to time You know from when I watch them. But yeah, as of right now, I would probably go two, three, one, four for my how I would rank them from best to not even worse, just best to not as good. <laughs> I, I don't know. They're all they're all fucking great movies. I, I I love all four of them. So it 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 definitely was very hard to try to rank these four. Um, that's for sure. But. With that being said, uh, we do hope that you guys have enjoyed this month of us kind of looking at different action franchises. Uh, once again, feel free to let us know what you guys think. You can always reach out to us through our social, our social media. We're on uh, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, all at CLS Podcast. Um, we definitely appreciate you guys checking out this week's episode. And uh, for ne- next week, uh, we're going to be kicking off 2021, kind of just talking about what we're looking forward to. Uh, for 2021, uh, for movie releases and all that, just kind of looking ahead at the year, uh, kind of as just a, kind of a broad overview and just talking about 
kind of what we're looking forward to. Just trying to get some hope, you know, going for this next year because obviously 2020 has fucked us all, as Joe Pesci probably would have put it. 2020 just fucks you. Um, so I, I'm I'm super pumped to start the new year and start it off on the right foot and just kind of talking about what we're looking forward to. But um, we do appreciate you guys checking out this week's episode. And are there any final words of wisdom as we leave? Uh, yes. If you get Johnny Cochran, Chris Rock will kill you. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say um, Johnny Cochran, he fight for me. N- never kill animals. People are okay, but never animals. <laughs> there you go. I like that. I like that. All right. Well, we will see you guys next week. This episode of the Crystal Lake Soldiers podcast is brought to you by the Slash and Cast Podcast Network. Check us out at www.clspodcast.com or join in the conversation on social media. You can find us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram, all at CLS Podcast. Until next time, stay safe, campers. <laughs>